Today's episode of the Rated JG Podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at podcorn.com. I've been a podcaster for a while now, and I seem to always get asked the same question. How do I get sponsored? Or how do I get brands to come support my show? Well, your answer is podcorn.com. With Podcorn, you are able to connect with hundreds of potential sponsors, no matter how large or small your show is. There are endless opportunities to team up with great companies that you personally seek out, and the best part is you have the option to set your own going rates for sponsorships. So if you're interested in podcorn.com, click the link in my show notes below to sign up for yourself and get those sponsorships you've been looking for. That's P-O-D-C-O-R-N.com. Welcome to the Rated JG Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Gilly. Thank you all for tuning in. What is going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. Coming at you for my first official new recording in the upgraded studio. So I kind of posted that on my social media accounts if you saw... If you follow me on there at Rated JG Podcast, I've got my new, uh, I got a couple of new mic stands, a new computer, new monitor, and my best friend since I've been, golly, what, 10 years old, Mr. Parker Ellis of Ellis Fabrication hooked me up with the dopest wooden table you could imagine. I mean, it's sick. It's all, it's got my logo chemical burned into the center of the, the, the table. It's got custom made metal legs that are all one piece as opposed to like four legs on the table it's two almost like shaped like a trapezoid i don't know it's sick he he did an amazing job so go make sure and follow ellis fabrication on uh, facebook and instagram parker can hook you up with anything that you need woodwork metalwork he does the the whole nine yards so today i figured i would do my second installment of drinking and thinking 10 minute rants for those of you that didn't hear my last one, this is a new segment that I started or a new series I started because I consider myself to be an overly positive person. I try to find the best in everything, but things do bother me. Things do get under my skin. And this is a platform where I get to talk about those things. I give myself 10 to 15 minutes, get it off my chest, move on. I asked you guys on the, the previous episode to um, send me some suggestions and some topics that maybe bother you that I, to see if, we, uh, if you wanted me to talk about it on the podcast. I had a lot of really good ones. So I appreciate that. Make sure to keep sending me those. DM me and uh, let me know some topics you want me to talk about. But today, today's topic is shitty customers. And uh, anybody that's worked in the uh, with the general public or in any kind of service industry, sales, whatever, if you have interactions with human beings, people some people suck. And uh, today, like I said, we're going to talk about shitty customers. And more specifically, ones that complain to the point where they end up getting their way, like a little, like a child. And what I mean by that is like today's society is, it seems to me like we're more about quieting the squeaky wheel, the one squeaky wheel, rather than catering to the overwhelming majority of people that are level-headed. I have a couple of examples of that from my own personal life. I've said it on here many times, but I was a manager of a, a very large fitness facility uh, for you know five years, um, we had over two thousand members. You know all age, shapes, sizes, 
genders, ethnicities, you name it. But I live in a small town and, you know, very conservative town. And, you know, you get the, the, the picture I'm trying to paint here. So keeping everybody happy is nearly impossible. But for the most part, it was okay. But there was, a, like I said, a couple of squeaky wheels. And I definitely tried to be the like a, like a leader as opposed to like a boss. And what I mean by that is I tried to set an example for my staff. I would never ask them to do something that I wouldn't do or I hadn't already done. So more of like a lead by example type thing. And um, this scenario I'm about to tell you about is one of those <laughs> one of those instances. So like I said, you know, it's a gym setting and we're playing 100.3 Jack FM, which is like their tagline is, you know, Jack FM playing what we want. They play a little bit of everything. Half the time they're playing freaking Billy Joel or Queen or something. Very unoffensive music, just kind of like background noise. And I'd, I'd, be, I'd even venture to say about 95% of the gym clientele comes with their own headphones. So music typically isn't even that big of a deal because it's in the background. But this one particular day, I had an older woman come up to me very angrily. And she said, I need y'all to change this channel immediately. And I kind of was like, well, okay, well, what are you talking about? And uh, it was the song playing was Fall Out Boy, Sugar We're Going Down which is like what middle school kids listen to and call it rock and roll. Like, I mean, it's, it's a good song. It's not anything heavy metal by any means. But um, this woman, I said, oh, you know, do you mind me asking why? She said, well, the guitar riff that just played has elevated my heart rate exponentially. I just kind of stood there and looked at her. I'm like, so, you know, God forbid you raise your heart rate at the gym, you know, <laughs> but I, I politely told her the exact same. I, I told her that, ma'am, this is the exact same station that it's on every hour, every day, every minute that we're open. This is the exact same radio station that's playing. I said, and she's just, you know, kind of mouthing off at me. And I, you know, let her get her two cents in. And I told her, you know, like I said, trying to be in manager mode, but also make her feel stupid. Like, I said, ma'am, there is no swearing, no profanity no derogatory words in the entire song. I'm sorry, I'm not going to change this station. This is what it's been. We've been here for five years. I've never changed the station. And she proceeds to go tell my boss, or excuse me, the, the owner of the building. And, you know, the owner kind of blew it off or whatever. But it's just the principle of it. Like, she just, like, de she was determined to get me in trouble for not changing the radio station. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I just don't I, don't, I don't understand what her end goal was. Like, she would rather herself be comfortable then you know don't don't mind the you know 150 other people in here that are enjoying their time she just had to go put her two cents in and had to go there was other similar situations like that at the at my old job one in particular that blew that blows my mind that happened often is people coming up to me saying that uh you need to turn the thermostat down it's too hot in here once again i'm telling you we are in a gym where a common side effect of being at the gym is sweating. God forbid you sweat or get hot in a gym. So there's that. And people would come up and they would ask me, you know, you need to turn it down. Not even ask. They would tell me. And I'd say, you know, no, sir, no, ma'am. I'm sorry. I have guidelines that I, you know, my bosses have set and I'm not doing that. And they would get angry and uh, they would even help themselves to changing the thermostats to which I ended up scolding them like the school children they were acting like. Grown men and women, 40, 50, 60 years old. I mean, old enough to be my parents, acting this way. 
and you know, it took everything inside of me not to go up to them and tell them because I mean, it's a gym. It's you're not you're not buying our dumbbells. You're not buying our treadmills. You're buying access to them. It's a service we're providing. So therefore, I believe that people go into this business where they they leave without a tangible product in their hands. So therefore, they feel like they have some false sense of power over everybody and they can do whatever they want because would these same people go up to the manager of Walmart while they're grocery shopping and be like, I know you have it at 68 degrees in here, but I really want it at 67. Or, you know, I'm sorry to bother you, but this radio station, it just it just really does, it bothers me. I know there's 750 people in here shopping for groceries, but can you please, please make it a little more comfortable for me? And nine times out of 10, the company has to do it. And I understand. But I think that, I think a lot of these issues that we're having and that you see all over Twitter and the news, you know, of these upset customers, I think a lot of it has to come with, I think some blame might have to be put on managers and owners because I think empowering your staff within limitations, but empowering your staff is so conducive to a productive work environment. And I'm not saying to give them ultimate power. Of course, you know, there's a chain of command and a hierarchy that needs to be adhered to, but giving your staff a voice and letting them know that you have their back is a great tool in my personal experience. You know, there's countless, countless times that I would be at the front desk and, and, you know, having one of my staff members right next to me, you know, helping a customer, and I would observe and I would silently listen. And some cases would come up where we would have a, a Karen or a Becky come in, you know, the ones with the bob haircuts that want to speak to the manager, and uh, I would, you know, be silently observing my my staff and they would do everything cookie cutter. I mean, perfect cut, dry to the point, just like I taught them. And I could just see these customers that are, for whatever reason, they're just in a mood or they want to complain or they want to get something free or you know how people are. And if, I mean, I, I would see them and they would, you know, ask to speak, speak to the manager and the staff would turn around and they would oblige and I would be, of course... I would listen to their story very intently and all their complaints and just nod with the most, oh, oh absolute, yes, ma'am, for sure. I totally understand. I'd let them get their whole spiel out. And then I would tell them, yes, sir, or yes, ma'am. I heard the entire exchange with the employee. I was two feet away. I don't know if you saw me right there. I actually trained this particular employee myself and have been working beside them for years now. Dot, 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 dot. They are following protocol and doing exactly as they were asked, like I trained them. I don't know what you want from me. I'm sorry that they didn't give you a 100% free membership or whatever you were asking, like they can't do that. And they would just look at me with this like bewilderment, like how dare my complaint fall on deaf ears and you make me feel dumb for having a dumb request. And I'm, you know, in the most professional way that I could basically be like, I don't know what you're expecting me to do here. I don't know you we have not exchanged any information. You're not even a, a, a paying customer yet, and you're wanting me to just bow down and throw my employees under the bus. Like, no, that's not happening. And the vast majority vast majority of the world isn't like those customers I'm explaining. There is a lot of Beckys and Karens out there, but the vast majority of people aren't like that. They go about their way. They understand they're level-headed humans, but there's some out there that just love causing chaos. And business owners are rightfully so they're afraid of these customers because all it takes is one negative review on Facebook or Yelp or Twitter and you're done your business is 
whether it be slander or not, like your business has a has an asterisk next to it. It's oh, that's the place that doesn't change the radio station for their customers, or that's the one who turned down this lady's money, or what you know. The media can skew it, and the people can skew it however they want. And in today's society, where we are more worried about taking care of the squeaky wheels as opposed to keeping everybody else happy, that one review, that one negative thing, it's almost like you're guilty until proven innocent. And that's why we see all these funny memes over the internet like, the oh, I want to speak to the manager, or oh, you complain enough till you get what you want. Well, we're the problem. You know, I'm not saying that every customer is wrong, but I'm damn sure saying not every customer is right. And I don't, th- this culture that we have in society where if you, if, if you bitch and moan enough, you'll get your way just because people don't want to deal with you. And I don't know, I wasn't raised that way. You know, it's a level playing field. We're all human beings here. You wake up and put your pants on in the morning just like I do. You're no better than me and I'm no better than you. Talk to me like a normal, civilized human being, and we could probably come to an agreement here. But yes, these shitty customers, they are a freaking dime a dozen, and they suck, and they make businesses... I feel like there'd be a different society if we weren't worried about, you know, pleasing the Karens and the Beckys of the world. If you just... This last, like, 10 or 15 years with all these PC movements and whatnot going through, it's just different now. But there's crappy customers in every line of work. But the ones who have this chip on their shoulder and think that they're better than everybody, that doesn't fly in my book. So if you are a manager or a boss or an owner, I hope that my words resonate with you a little bit. Give your employees some empowerment. Give them a voice. I'm not saying they're right all the time, but have their back if the the Beckys and the Karens of the world come at their throats. You know, have their back and know that the people that you've hired are there for a reason. They're just doing their job. And if you are a shitty customer, stop being a shitty customer.